Hello, you little warheads, and welcome to episode 109 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by Carrie. Namaste, (laughs) y'all. A little foreshadowing. Yes. Almost said a little foreboding, but... uh, I guess it depends on what you're into. Or, you know, how your stomach handles things. That's true. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I almost said... Welcome to episode 109 of Girls Beer Sports, <laughs> and then I forgot where I was. Oh, well, yeah. it's because you were here on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh, and that's, I'm not the host of that show. You're the host of that show. Eh, kind of. I mean, <laughs> you, you do the intros. I so. do do the intros. Yeah. That would that would be weird if I just started introing your show on another show. Go for it. <laughs> uh, welcome to Girls Beer Sports, a show about... Girls, it's a comic. Uh, <laughs> you, I don't know it. You don't know it. You listen. You've listened to it for how long? You've been on that show for what? Have you two been on years. two years now? I yeah, guess yeah. It's two years, I yeah. think you have been on two years now. And uh, y'all, you and Lauren must just tune me out or something. Yeah, we're both looking at each other doing this, or like she's making some obscene gesture or doing something to make me laugh so because i have to stare straight ahead to do the intro <laughs> yeah, i can't or else like i can't remember it either a face yeah so anyway but yes namaste <laughs> namaste all day right in my house because it's hot outside it's not it's, as hot it's not too bad yeah, I was really afraid I had to go to a family function on Saturday, and I was really afraid it was going to be, like, stifling hot, but it uh, rained for most of the time I was there, so it cooled it down. By the time I left, I was like, oh, it's kind of chilly. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. Um, it's the humidity's not as bad today. No. Which is good. Um, it's also good for my work, so... You know what? That's the one thing this summer's been good for, is not being super humid. Um... So there's that. But I have to go to a wedding on Thursday and it's outside. And On Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, wedding venues are super cheap uh, through the week. So. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So uh, Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to the, the good old Thursday afternoon wedding. I've been to a wedding on a Friday night, but I've never... That's the closest I've ever gotten to a weekday wedding. <laughs> I've never been to a weekday wedding that I know of. I've been to one on Friday and one on Sunday. Yep, I feel like I've done the same, but this is this is the first time for okay. a Thursday. I had did. to take off work, but you know I'm really upset about that. I can tell. That's that's interesting. Yeah, huh? But I guess yeah, you're right. I mean, God, and I can't imagine trying to book a venue now and the and the and the costs just because you know 2020 ruins so much for so many people, <laughs> yeah. and you know people I'm sure wanted to wait, and then and then you know, ugh, what a nightmare. Mm-hmm. What a mess. Go to New Orleans or go to Vegas. Yeah, it's so low. All right, do everybody a favor. <laughs> Someone, I told somebody, was it you the first time I said I'm going to a wedding on Thursday? And someone said, where is it? At the courthouse? <laughs> One May. <laughs> it might have been my mom. I think my mom said, are you just, are you witnessing somebody at the courthouse? <laughs> I was like, well, fair. But um, no, it's at a, it's at somewhere in Lexington. Okay. I, I won't blow up their spot. Okay. But yeah, I've never been to this place, even though I don't know why. I'm the only person in the world that's never been, but I'll find out. Is it a well-known spot? Yeah. Uh, you can tell me later. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that I think it'll be fun. There's going to be a bunch of people there that I haven't seen in a long time, but I'm just worried about my sensitive ginger skin. I'm going to get sunburned. I have to wear sunscreen to a wedding. Uh, it's been done before. 
Yeah. I just don't want to smell like sunscreen. Don't like the smell of sunscreen. No? no. You can get non-smelling. Yeah, probably. But you know what? If it's... I'll take one for the team. We'll get a little bit of sun What's on What's the bar situation at this weekday wedding? A weekday wedding will have um, wine, uh, copious amounts of wine, um, and then I think they'll have some other drinks, but I was told wine is the main purveyor okay. of, of the drinking. And then cash bar? Um, maybe. I'm not sure about the cash bar part. Okay. But yeah, full full right. service um, dinner and appetizers and wow. wine and what a weird thing! Don't even have to take a gift. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So the, only the ceremony's outside. Everything else is inside. Gotcha. So okay. Hopefully, right. my sensitive ginger skin can last for fifteen to twenty minutes. Well, they said it would not be a long ceremony. Hopefully, so. the rain holds off too. Oh, is it supposed to rain? Um, there's a chance. Seventy percent chance of storms. Oh, good. Maybe they'll move it inside and none of this matters. Could be. Could be. Either way. I but yeah, all I'll right. let y'all know what I eat at the wedding. Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, it's been a... What have we been eating before the wedding? That's a good question. Uh, I was trying to think of that. We had... Because I know what I've had. Yeah. What did I have? Where am I? <laughs> um... We went to where did we go? Whiskey we to, Bear. We went to Whiskey Bear. Yeah, yeah. And that uh, they have the food that's. Uh, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. Slightly because we were trying to do the brunch thing. And they don't have brunch. Yeah, anymore. and I had looked online, and their brunch menu was still online. Yeah. Right. And uh, so we go over there, and we you know we get there right when they open, and we go in, and we sit down, and the bartender gives us a menu. And the bartender he was super nice. Oh yeah, love the he bartender. Was like, Shout yeah. out to that guy. He, he was. was super I, sweet. Did, I didn't get his name, but mm-hmm. he was like super nice, and he did a really great job. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have, so where it is, it's right behind Jay Renders, basically, where the Kroger is in Beaumont. Yeah. And they have, a, what is it, Adele's, I think it's Addie's. called? Addie's. Addie's Pizza's, like, yeah. right in the same. I think they're owned by I the think same so. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Whiskey Berry used to be in the Summit. And I hadn't been in the new one Mm-mm. until now. They literally took the Summit location and stuck it inside that building. It was every single thing from the Summit. But it was a cool place at the Summit, so it's a cool place there. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot bigger inside than I thought it was going to be. But yeah. We, we, yeah, we sat at the bar because we were the only ones in there. And <laughs> literally, like, only one right? other guy came in. And <laughs> yeah. then he just got a to-go order. <laughs> yeah. So we sit down and the waiter gives us the drink menus and then or the bartender. And then he gives us the um, the, uh, the the menus for the food. And I was like, oh, well, this is different. There's no brunch here. Right? And they had on their door that they were had lunch available mm-hmm. on Saturdays and Sundays, I guess, starting at 11. And I thought maybe that was in addition to brunch, but it is not. It is now just lunch. Only lunch. Yeah. And it's, a, it's an Italian-themed menu, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it was like wood-fired pizzas and sandwiches and that had some pasta dishes and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't want to eat Mm-mm. too much because, you know, I went to that family cookout mm-hmm. where we had us some good old-fashioned hot dogs and tater salad and lots of good stuff. Yeah, so I didn't sure. want to overeat for that. Yeah. But uh, we got some breadsticks, which were really, not what I expected, mm-hmm. and were really delicious. Yeah, those focaccia yes, breadsticks. because they were focaccia. They were obviously, like, grilled. Yeah, they were, like, I bet they were wood-fired mm-hmm. in that in that oven mm-hmm. and then they had like olive oil on them and that marinara sauce i don't even like marinara sauce it's good 
And it was really good. Yeah. So the focaccia, I really liked it because it was light. Mm-hmm. So usually when you think of breadsticks, you think of something like kind of dense, you mm-hmm. know, people, you know, Olive Garden or something like that. But yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this was a really light breadstick. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got talked into the uh, chicken parm sandwich by the bartender, <laughs> which was really excellent. Good yeah. choice. Fabulous choice. I kind of wish I'd gotten that. Um, I got the Italian grilled cheese, which was fine, but it wasn't like hot all the way through. So it was just like a bunch of like cool cheeses in between bread. So it was just dry. But really, if they would have like slathered some hot honey on that, it would have been really, really good. I did eat all of that up. But I mean, it wasn't bad. I just wish that it was more grilled cheese mm-hmm. like in its consistency. Sure. But I mean, if I go back, I'll definitely get something else. I want to try the pizza. Yeah, I, I do want to kind of try the pizza. I just wasn't committed to pizza at 11 a.m. Right. But overall, I thought it was a good experience. We went in expecting brunch. Yeah. We didn't get brunch. We didn't get mad leave or anything like that. We checked it out. It was, yeah, it was pretty I good. I didn't take my mule and throw it in that guy's face. <laughs> and he made a pretty good drink. Yeah. Yeah. I, he made a good drink. He did. Yeah. I had an old-fashioned that was fine mm-hmm. it was good and the the bloody mary that i had was was good yeah so yeah and he was super nice mm-hmm. we uh didn't taste any bourbons while we were there mm-hmm. i feel like every time i'd been there before like at the summit i was always tasting bourbons but it was mm. too early yeah for a bourbon tasting that's fair yeah yeah um where did we go oh we went to local taco the oh next yeah day, we right? did yeah yeah, yeah. um I changed up my local taco order. I'm usually a real stand for my lunch basket mm-hmm. with the southern fried chicken taco and the spicy shrimp taco and the queso. But I switched it up, got a quesadilla. That quesadilla was really good. Was it? Yeah. Whatever it was. Something southwestern. Oh, okay. Chicken and black beans and corn. But it was... All right. Spot on. Yeah, and I can't say enough about their vegetarian taco. I really can't. It's mm-hmm. delicious. Like, it's chocked full of vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like, the zucchini squash and the portobello mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And then it has, like, a goat cheese um, on the inside. It's it's really good. Honestly, it's probably my favorite taco that they make. Okay. For real. Yeah. I'd had um that morning I was feeling lazy and I ordered breakfast because I hadn't been to the store. And, um... I got great bagel, and I rolled the dice, and I got one with a big old runny egg on it, mm. and it was delicious. Okay. And I put some Kewpie mayo all over it. It was fantastic. All right. And we were lucky that day. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of speaking in the, the that area of Central South America, Mexico, and all that, I had a cuisine that I've never had before, ever. Okay. I had it on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and it's Colombian food, okay. Colombian street food from the Camete Aglu... Ag- I knew I was going to mess this up. Alguito, Alguito, yeah. The Camete Alguito food truck okay. that is, is in and around Richmond and this area uh, in central Kentucky. I had a chicken arepa. Mm-hmm. I had a beef empanada and then I had rice and beans. Okay. So the arepa, it was like a, almost like a fried thicker cornmeal cake mm-hmm. that had cheese in it. And then they put like the stewed chicken on top and and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the empanada was, an empanada was really good. And then the rice and beans were really good. It was all really good. Hmm. And it really wasn't that expensive either. Yeah, you said it was in Richmond? The f- this food truck, because we were at the um, Trivia Night, the EKU oh, Alumni Trivia Night. Yeah. But the food truck, uh, it, it comes all over the place, I know, around here, hmm. in- including the Richmond area. But yeah. I had never had, because they had a, 
there was a grilled cheese truck there, and then there was a chuck wagon food truck there, too, that's just like hamburgers and chicken sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I have never had Colombian food. I'm going to go for it. And it, it was delicious. It was delicious. Yes. It does sound good. And I wish, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> in yeah. terms of ordering. Right. And apparently there was two different sizes of uh, arepas that you could get. Mm-hmm. And I wish I would have gotten the bigger one. Yeah. Because the smaller one, and with the rice and beans and the empanada, and it was, it was, it was plenty. But like, I totally could have eaten a bigger one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really good. It sounds really good. Now I haven't eaten off of a food truck in a long time. I need to find a good one around here. Um, I don't even remember the last time I had, probably Daughter Southern, and that's been yeah. at least a year. Well, ago. I definitely recommend Comete Alguito. Um, yeah, and they're based out of Richmond. But I know that I've seen them at like the breweries and stuff around. We really need to go because I've never been, and admittedly, I've never been because my Spanish is zero. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know any Spanish. Hola, that's uh-huh. the Spanish that I know. <laughs> so I feel weird trying to go into like Spanish-speaking places because I don't know the language. Sure. I don't want to sound like an idiot. Yeah, but I really want to go to the. Yeah. Um, Ramirez place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody take me to the Ramirez place that can speak Spanish and tell me what to get because I really want to try it. Well, I can tell you that the people running this food truck were super, super friendly and nice. super, super nice. I want to go there, too. So, yeah. Totally. If you see them around, go and, and get some of their food because I want to really go to good. all the food trucks. And actually, that was with somebody who is not very food adventurous mm-hmm. and decided to try an arepa and absolutely loved it. Yeah. She said it was very delicious. Nice. So. That sounds like um, pupusas. Have you had a pupusa? It kind of was. It like was that fry bread, but with, yeah. che- with cheese in the middle. Um, I got adventurous during the pandemic. And um, I learned how to make my own refried beans, which I will never eat canned refried beans ever again because I ate them soon after that and they tasted like metal from sitting in the can. Like they tasted gross. Hmm. I threw them out because they tasted gross. Um, But like I made homemade um, refried beans and then you take that like dough and make it with the masa flour Mm -hmm. and then you Mm -hmm. put the beans inside. Oh yeah. And then you fry them with cheese and they were so good. Or quite the undertaking. I would Maybe a little too advanced for me. Okay. I would try it again. I definitely want to make my own refried beans again. Yeah. It's super easy. You just like char an onion mm-hmm. and then put it in that and beans and water and a couple other things in a blender and blend it all up. Hmm. And then you just dump it in the pan and fry it up with a bunch of oil. Mm, just okay. go yeah. It's really good. Huh. Well, that's the other thing is this arepa wasn't greasy at all. Nice. Like it wasn't greasy. Mm-hmm. So definitely recommend that food truck if you see it around. Check yeah. them out. That sounds awesome. Um, I'm trying to remember what else I ate this week. Last week was a long week. I had to go to work a lot, but I don't think I ate anything out of the ordinary. Yeah, like that... one day I ordered Panera. One day, we, uh, this was the second time I had local taco in a week because I had it when I was at work. Um, we stuck to the lunch basket at work, though. <clears throat> And then I think that's it. I had to eat in the cafeteria the other day, but because um, I didn't plan on staying for the entire day, but you know, it's just what happens sometimes. Yep. All right. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, that was that was enough. That yeah. was enough. Yeah, I've been a cooking 20. my my home chefs. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. All right. So um, 
What do I want to get into now? I feel like so, the world is our oyster. Right? I feel like that it's state fair food time, right? Yeah. I feel like we need to talk about some new state fair food offerings. Not not in Kentucky necessarily, mm-hmm. but uh, from a couple of other state fairs okay. in the country. <laughs> you mean ones in Europe? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, state fairs are notorious for their... Uh, uh, food offerings, right? And they're constantly coming up with new Franken food creations, I guess mm-hmm. I will call them, right? And people will go crazy uh, over them. So this is from NBCnews.com. A donut burger, sweet apple pie, fries, and many fry- things fried. What state fairs are serving up this year? So this just goes through a couple of states. Um, so California State Fair, you can get hot Cheetos nachos. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, but they're actually like, it, it looks like they're in kind of like a... Oh, it looks like a burrito. Like almost an egg, egg roll. Yeah. Cut in half a giant egg roll. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. Pizza Lumpia. And this is at the Wisconsin State Ooh, Fair. I like Lumpia. Yeah. So, a massive version of the Filipino spring roll filled... And maybe that's what this is. Okay, never mind. That's what I'm showing you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, why it looks like an egg roll. Okay, that makes sorry. more sense. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Do they have a picture of the other one? No, they did not. Um, so, yeah, so that's the Filipino spring roll filled in top with tomato-based sauce, cheese, pepperoni, and more. The fair slice, sweet apple pie fries, apple pie, apple sticks wrapped in flaky pie crust and adorned with glaze are wholesome-sounding items that nonetheless appear able to, to satisfy <laughs> any sweet tooth. The Iowa Twinkie is not what you think it is. Okay. It's a jalapeno stuffed with pulled pork, corn, and cream cheese, and wrapped with bacon. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds like crazy. That sounds like I might die after it, but I might yes. be happy when I'm dying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Alaska, the donut burger, mm. meh, boring. Been there, Been done there, that. F- fried Texas barbecue shotgun shells. So these things, the kitchen sink of an item that nonetheless sounds kind of tasty. Texas barbecue beef brisket, Velveeta and cream cheese are seasoned with meat. Church Texas sugar rub seasoning, rolled in a pasta sheet, wrapped in hickory smoked bacon, rolled anew in jalapeno breadcrumbs, and fried, and served on a stick. Actually, does sound good. I don't like the name, but the, the foods sound good. But those foods pale in comparison as to what is going on at the Ohio State Fair. This is an abomination. I don't care. Okay. I I am horrified that it even exists. At the Ohio State Fair, you can get chocolate deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. Yes, chocolate deviled eggs. What what's the chocolate part? The filling are egg yolks, cream cheese, heavy cream, vanilla, cocoa powder, powdered sugar, and a pinch of salt. Oh, okay. Is that inside of the, like, sitting atop the egg white? So, yeah, it's a lemon meringue deviled egg type of thing. Mm. I I just, I don't know. The fact that they're calling it a chocolate deviled egg just completely puts me off of the thing. Yeah, it's not, it's not chocolate dumped on top of a deviled egg i mean it's complete it's a complete it's confectionery there's no the eggs are just in the filling you know that right yeah. that's how all sweets are i know but i still <laughs> but like look at the so look at the there's a, actually a youtube t- tutorial on how to make it okay and the picture actually shows what looks like scrambled eggs to me in the bottom of that bowl 
Yeah, I could see that. And that is completely off-putting. <laughs> to me, anyway. Yeah. So, apparently, they actually, the Ohio Poultry Association actually posted a video tutorial for making chocolate deviled eggs to its official YouTube channel seven years ago. But they're just now debuting at the at the state fair. Um, here's some pictures. It doesn't look... Mm-hmm. They're not atop... Um, Mm, that looks like it's in an egg. <laughs> well, let's see if it really is an egg. Hold on, because it does look like an egg. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The lemon meringue, the lemon meringue eggs were different than oh. these chocolate deviled eggs. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. Are you serious? I didn't read this part. So they are serving sweet deviled eggs. Period. Chocolate, s'mores, lemon meringue, and cotton candy. I don't know about the cotton candy one. Miss me with every single one of those that you possibly can. Yeah, I wouldn't eat that one, but I'll try the rest of them. Mm. I'll try all that stuff. Yeah. I haven't been to any fair in a long time. I haven't either. I used to go to the Boone County Fair like every year, and my jam was always the elephant ear. But uh, We braved the Kentucky State Fair one time as a blog. and um, Oh, yeah, I remember that. We were quite bored. Um and then I did take Renee and Desiree to the World Chicken Festival. Mm-hmm. Maybe the same year. Mm-hmm. It was, was it? I don't remember when it was. But um, it might have been 2021. Who knows? Um, but it was extremely hot. And they had a good time. And it's fun. Well, it's just fair food. Um, but yeah, I would try all those. Yeah. Well, like I said, Elephant Ear was always my jam at the... At the Boone County Fair. Never been to the state fair, surprisingly enough. Um, it. I don't know what we thought it was gonna be, but when I got there and saw what it was, I said, oh, I understand this. This is for all the agriculture lovers. So it should be for me, because I'm an agriculture, you know. I held a degree from the College of Agriculture. I don't know anything about agriculture. But you could go there and you could see all the big fancy machines and they had all the farm animals out and they were judging the cows and the sheep and the pigs and all of that stuff and doing like tasting the milks and all that, which sounds gross, but it is a thing. Um, but they had like, and that's all inside and then they had some, they had like a food court in there, but the real food is way out back where the concerts are. Um... That they had some good stuff, but it wasn't anything like mind blowing. If they had something that was like must try, mm-hmm. like if I had some chocolate deviled eggs, I might go back. But um, it was a big to do. But the day we went was, I think it was on a Thursday or a Friday, and there weren't a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Maybe there were, and it was just so big you couldn't tell. <laughs> but yeah. it's at the Expo Center in Louisville, and it's just gigantic. Yeah. So. It's well, fine. maybe they've stepped up their food game since you've you've all been. Yeah, that was pre-pandemic, so it's been a while. But I mean, I'd be willing to go back if and anybody wanted to go. I suppose. But yeah, um, I just I've never seen the and maybe I'm just not looking at the right place or whatever. And I'm guessing they've probably stepped up their food game to compete with all the other state fairs in the in the country. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never seen I guess anything like the news have anything super unique state Kentucky state fair food item must have got to come to the state fair to get this nah I feel like 
somebody around here at like the bluegrass fair or something did the donut burger like years ago. Yeah, that can come out. on Alaska, Alaska. That's play. Why don't you have like chocolate covered salmon on a stick or something? Yeah, that's you know? tired, not wired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway. I thought that was that was interesting. Yeah. You know, it's always fun to read about the new Major League Ballpark foods that come mm-hmm. in the spring, and then the state fair foods that are being introduced at the towards the end of summer. Yep, agreed. I liked it. You know what else I like? Everybody, Everybody wants to try some food. food. So um, I've teased it a little bit today on uh, today's Tuesday on um, Instagram, but. We've been trying to like, we've been thinking about doing this for a long time and finally pulled the trigger and we got an international snack box. So, um, we just got a little one to start with. Uh, they make bigger ones and there's all kinds of different companies out there. You got this one from Snack Crate? Yeah. The one I went with this time was Snack Crate and you have to get subscriptions to all of them. So, remind me to cancel this one so i don't keep getting them i mean not that this one's not good but maybe i want to try other ones you know i just want to expand my horizons or whatever um but this one you could um either choose between two countries um china and india or you could just say surprise me and they'd send you i guess one or the other so it said surprise me and we opened the box which we have video of that we'll post on instagram and um, the box said India on it really big. So, yeah, we got some Indian foods. It come it came with six items. Well, seven, I guess, if you count these little tiny things. You count the drink, too? Yeah, I count okay. the drink. It comes with a drink and then five full-size snacks and mm-hmm. then a, bun- a few little candies. Yeah. Um, but it comes with this big um, informational placard, I guess you could call it, inside the box with some facts on it. So says, this month we explore India. Located in South in Southern Asia, the Republic of India is the most populous country in the world and the fourth largest by area, sharing borders with China, Nepal, Bhutan, Bangladesh, and Myanmar made India a prominent meeting place for different cultures throughout history. The Indian the Indian Ocean can't talk. The Indian Ocean, the Arabian Sea, and the Bay of Bengal also border the country. India's geography is extremely diverse. The country is home to snow-capped mountains, dry deserts, expansive plains, rolling hills, forests, and bodies of water. Across the country, you'll also find a range of bustling cities, rural towns, and quaint villages. India's most popular tourist destinations are the Taj Mahal in Agra, the holy city of Varanasi, and the Golden Temple of Amritsar, and the Red Fort in New Delhi. Popular around the world, Indian cuisine utilizes a diverse set of spices. Most Indian dishes call for a blend of at least five different seasonings, with some featuring ten or more. This allegiance to local and regional flavors makes Indian food highly aromatic, appetizing, and unique. And we have some fun facts. The Hindu calendar recognizes six seasons. Spring, summer, monsoon, autumn, pre-winter, and winter. Bollywood is the world's largest producer of films, surpassing Nollywood in Nigeria, which is Nigerian cinema. I had no idea Nollywood was a thing. This is the first time I've ever heard the word Nollywood. Wow. So we're learning about all kinds of All righty then. But Bollywood is bigger than Nollywood and Hollywood. Hinduism is considered to be the oldest religion in the world, and the Taj Mahal 
is not actually a palace. It's a tomb commissioned in 1631 by Emperor Shah Jahan to honor his late wife. So, that is some of the facts that we just learned about India. And then... And Nigeria. Yeah, we just, we're learning about two continents here. Right? Um, so... Let's get into these snacks. Sorry, I was pulling up their descriptions. So, what do you want to start with? Let's start with the Kirk Curry. Kirk Curry, yeah, green chut green chutney style. These are green chutney fries. Embrace a North Indian favorite by snacking on these savory Rajasthani style green chutney fries. Okay. So, what do yeah, you think of those? They're very much like Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Like they have a Cheeto look to them. Yeah, right? they do look like Cheetos. Um, so they remind me of when you get Indian food, and I really like Indian food a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited when you opened this box and we got India. China would have been fine too, but yeah. you know, I really like Indian flavors. Sure. And um, they remind me, since they are that green chutney, mm-hmm. they remind me of when you get like a Papadam or, or if you get like a. Like a, I can't remember what they call them. It's like a fried vegetable, something like oh, a app, like an appetizer thing, and you get the green chutney with it. Mm-hmm. That's what it tastes like to me. Okay, I'll admit I've had Indian food, but not a lot, so it's something I need to get into more. But yeah, they're a little they're a little spicy, and yeah. that green chutney is a little spicy too that they mm-hmm. give you. It's a very bright green. It's like I almost it's had very- neon. Like cilantro-y. So, yeah. So, see this on the package. They have a little bit, like a little picture of it. Mm-hmm. It's that green. Okay. It has got like a cilantro flavor, but it does have a spice to it. Yeah. Um, they're really good. I like yeah. them. And then up next we have Alu Bujia. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, but yeah, these are spice mint flavored uh, potato sticks. So, this is one of the most famous Indian snacks, Alu Bujia. Are potato sticks topped with marsala seasoning. They're a little spicy too, I think. Yeah, spoiler alert, it's all a little spicy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, spicy mint flavored extruded potato snack for all ages. That's what it says on the uh, that's what it says on the package here. Okay. These are these are good. Mm-hmm. They're very, very fine. Yeah, they're like a smaller version of the potato sticks that you can get to like put on salads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Josie's uses them a lot. These would be great on salad. This would be excellent on salad. I might take those home and put them on my salad. Like this week. you totally should. I think these would be fabulous on a salad. Yeah, they've just got like just a little hint of um, mm-hmm. um, mint and then a little hint of spice as well. Yeah, they're really good. I, I like these. Yeah, for sure. And then what we got next? Now we got. Something we might recognize, some Cheetos. So these are masala balls. Kick it with Chester by snacking on these marsala flavored Cheeto balls. So these were hard, like when we both tried them the first time, we'd had the uh, Kukuri and um, we had spice going on in our mouths. So we didn't think the Cheetos tasted like much, but when you try them on their own, they are spicy. Mm-hmm. And they got a nice warm spice to them. Nothing like, none of these things are so hot that you can't like function but but the curry like the chutney spice is just lingering it lingers yeah. for several minutes but the marsala and the masala cheetos are really good too yeah they're pretty good um masala is like a like a tom- i think it's a tomato based type of type of sauce um which i, I enjoy masala mm-hmm. um but yeah they're, they're they're pretty good they're decent yeah 
I think this package like says them. it costs 10 rupees. I don't know what that translates into dollars, but I don't think it's very much. <laughs> we could look it up. I might look it up here in a minute. Okay, we got two kinds of um, crackers and cookies. We got, uh, let me pull this one up, Moscachasco. These are cream and onion flavored uh, crackers. Combine, let's see, cream and onion flavors combined within these tiny but powerful Indian biscuit snacks. So they're pretty good. They're, I like these. They're yeah. They're fairly plain. They've got a little bit of a flavor. Like I definitely get like a onion flavor. A little to bit, them. but it's really subtle. It's not. There's not spice on these at all. Kind of like the nabs that are the chive flavored, mm-hmm. but there's no cream in yeah. between them. It's like the nab flavors inside. Mm-hmm. And I know they call crackers biscuits in India mm-hmm. and Great Britain and all those places over there. Yeah. So that's a cracker to me, though. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, that's what they are. They're crackers. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think they're okay. Like, I'd I want like them a, a lot. I'm going to dip them in something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're just like really buttery. I like that about mm-hmm. them. Um, but yeah, they're good. And mm-hmm. then the last full size thing we have are the Fab Bourbon Rich Chocolate Cream Sandwich Routine, two satisfying and delicious biscuits. So, whenever I tasted this the first time, it kind of reminded me of those uh, E.L. Fudge cookies. Yeah, but there's something else it reminds me of, and I cannot think of it. Hmm. And it's going to drive me nuts. Um, That's what it reminded me of. But they're good. Yeah. They're not super sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, they're chocolatey. Oh, they're not bourbony. I don't know where the bourbon came <laughs> from. I'm, I'm a little bit confused by that. Yeah, but, they're uh, not bourbony at all. But, yeah, they're good. I, I like them in terms of being a, like a cookie. Yeah. And then the last food item we have are these Kizmi Alachi toffees. So this is strong Alachi, which is cardamom flavors, highlighted in this Indian traditional Indian toffee. I'm glad you said that because I was I had one while we're sitting here and just kind of mm-hmm. eating a little bit of it, and I was like, "This is cardamom!" So yay, I got I the cardamom. I was thinking <laughs> that it was something spicy, but I couldn't put my finger on it, but. It's definitely like a strong cardamom. It is, but it's interesting because it doesn't hit you like it hits you after mm-hmm. a, like two a couple of seconds of eating it. Like you don't bite it and you'll immediately get cardamom. Like you kind of have to like chew it for a second to get mm-hmm. the cardamom. It's actually pretty good, but they remind me of this. Um, what is that? Uh, the sugar daddies mm-hmm. or something? You know what I'm talking about? Or sugar babies? Sugar babies? Yeah, yeah, sugar babies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, not terrible. I like cardamom, so fan of those. I do too. I've not really had a lot of cardamom on its own. I'm usually drinking it in like chai. Mm-hmm. But um, these are good. I did not like the first bite I took of it, but the more I eat it, the more I like it. Well, and I like the fact that they're small too. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a little, you just get a little bite, a little bit of cardamom, and you're like, oh, okay. This is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And then I splurged for the drink too. So, the drink is called Thumbs Up, T-H-U-M-S, Thumbs Up. Looks like a Pepsi can, but is made by Coca-Cola. Oh. Right? It's I can't put my finger on what it is, but there's some kind of herbiness yeah. to it, right? It's almost like, <laughs> it's like tikka masala mixed with Pepsi. Oh, it kind of is. I'm glad you're getting this herbiness because the first, because I poured mine into a glass, the, yeah. the little bit that I'm tasting here, and at first, first drink, I smelled it and I drank it, and I was like, "There's some kind of like herbaceousness going." Because it just smells like Pepsi, even though it's made by Coke. Yeah, so it does, but it there's this weird, like almost medicinal quality to it. Is it maybe like 
licorice kind of? I, I don't know. I don't, maybe. I, don't. I mean, it must not be too licorice because I would have spit it out. I hate like, black licorice. Yeah, crimes. all the writing on these cans and packages is super duper small. Let's see if I can translate it to um, you real quick. So, yeah, I don't know, but it definitely had like a like a herbaceous quality to it. Um, very interesting. It's kind of, it's not a big can. I guess it's your standard size can, but yeah, 300 mils. Um, it doesn't, it said here, revered for its strong and fizzy taste. Thumbs up was first introduced across the country in 1977. That doesn't tell me much, but let's see. Well, it's in English. Yeah. And it doesn't really say what it's made out of. <laughs> yeah. Um, Interesting. It definitely tastes, yeah, it tastes like tikka masala. <laughs> I kind of, yeah. That's like the one Indian food that I've actually had. It kind of tastes like, it so, tastes like spices. So this says, what does Thumbs Up Soda taste like? Thumbs Up Soda, a Coca-Cola India product, is the most popular cola soda throughout India. It has a strong cola and caramel taste. It definitely is sugary. Yeah, even though it says it contains no caloric sweeteners. Yeah. Um, Stevia. But it says, says it with a light floral rose flavor. Maybe we're not drinking it because we're not drinking it cold because um, we just we didn't have time to get it all colded up or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not getting rose, but I am getting like a herb flavor. Almost like if you went to someone's house who cooks a lot of Indian food and you get that smell of like all of the Indian spices, mm-hmm. that's what it tastes like. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and that's yeah. not a bad smell no, by any means. And actually I kind of like it's the a, flavor of it. It's like a fragrant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't hate this. I don't dislike it. I'm definitely not mad at it and would probably, at this or this? no, at that, yeah. um, would actually, would be interested to go to one of our local Indian supermarkets here in town yeah. and look for it. And then, like, get it really super cold and try it again. Yeah. See if we got a different flavor. For sure. Um, I'm down to do that. Because I don't dislike it. And I would actually love to go and get some more of these green chutney chips because they're really good. <laughs> yeah. So, all of this stuff's been good. I've really liked it. This was a good, like, I feel like it was a good first foray. Yeah, totally. In international stack It boxes. wasn't super weird. Um, it was, you know, definitely everything seemed... Um, like not uh what's the word i'm looking for here not inaccessible yeah. i guess uh yeah yeah so they have on this card down here other things that could be i guess something that if we got the bigger boxes yeah. this stuff might have been because this was just um like the mini box which is what we got is five to six snacks and then you can get the regular box which is i think 10 to 12 and then you can get like a giant box that's I think 15 to 16 or maybe even more um but this is what's if you got bigger boxes you would get things like five star oreo so that is a candy bar with oreo filling kit kat truffle Ooh, I bet that's good uh snickers quesar pista that looks like something with pistachios in it um magic masala chips lays magic masala chips those look really good and then um, Cadbury Fuse. Mm-hmm. So that's what you could expect in bigger boxes for the India version. And I think India was maybe June's box and China was July's. Like they do each month is a different country. Right. I think if you're interested in snack crack, I think 
August they're doing the Caribbean, maybe. Oh, okay. So what was the I'm price sure. point on the snack crate subscription? Um, I let me guess. pull it up here. Yeah. So it wasn't anything like super out of this world. Mm-hmm. Um, they give you a discount like on your first one or something for signing up, or I think if you give me your email address, but I ain't giving them. <laughs> so I tell I tell you what else I like about this, and I kind of like the small box for this. Yeah, is that it, you know it's it's a small variety of snacks. Mm-hmm. That you know you feel okay about eating a little bit and then saving them and then just eating, or eating the whole bag, whatever you want to do because there are there's snack they're snack size bags, right? But now, like I said, now I can go to my local Indian supermarket, you know which you there are several here in town, and get get me some of these chips in a big bag. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm gonna go through. So the mini starts at sixteen dollars. Oh, that's not bad. The original starts at twenty six dollars, and then the premium, which is eighteen to twenty snacks, I was wrong. Um, so it's a lot of stuff, and that's forty six dollars. Okay. And you can add things to, it. so they don't come with drinks, but you can add a drink, which is what I did, and I think it was like two dollars extra to add a drink to this box. But um, they have promotions, like if you get the bigger, the two bigger boxes, um, you can get a free china themed one for this month um but they have different this place and i think a lot of them do too have the different themes um and for snack creek you can go back and see all the ones they had in the past let me see what's coming up let's see this month is china but it's just now august so maybe you have to wait something yeah but yeah definitely check this out i'd like this one was a good one it was delivered to me pretty timely. It came like three or four days after I ordered. I've had it for over a week, um, waiting to bring it here. I didn't even open it to see what it was. It was just a full-on surprise. So that was pretty cool. Um, and yeah. non-perishable too, for the most part. Mm-hmm. At least this one was. Now maybe if you got some of those chocolate bars or something, right? You know, you wouldn't want to ship it in, in, in heat or let it sit on the porch if it was really hot. But um, overall, seemed to be pretty. You know. Um, non-perishable things. Yeah, so for this year so far, going backwards, they've done China, India, Spain, Italy, Ireland, Canada, and Colombia. And then last year they did Belgium, the UK, South Korea, a road trip, which I think is American, Philippines, Turkey, Chechnya, Chechnya? Chechnya. Um, Germany, Portugal, France, Caribbean, Poland, oh, wow. okay. Egypt, yeah. Pakistan, and New Zealand. Yeah. Have what, what they have done historically. Super fun way to see what other stuff is out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I th- I would definitely do it again. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like that. It would be super fun. Yeah. And again, like you said, maybe, box, maybe. maybe try, or try a different uh, company. Yeah, for see, sure. See what else you get. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Japanese ones there's out there. There's a ton. Like, if you're into Japanese ones, there are like a hundred that are only stuff from japan which i would also like to try yeah me too yeah um, but yeah this was fun yeah i had really dug this this was fun i would totally i would totally do this again yeah let's let's do it again and in a couple like, months like i said i might go up the road here we got in uh, a nice indian supermarket just up the road here i might get mm-hmm. me some of these because if these are super popular they probably have them i would imagine that they these are popular they're probably sending you like the more popular right. things that they have and like something that's Vaguely American, like Cheetos, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, Lay's, like there's Lay's all over the world, and same Kit with Kat, Snickers, and all that stuff. Oreos, so. yeah. We yeah. we we learned all about the Oreos. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> what? A, and speaking of, now we get to learn about something else for this week's hinky history lesson. 
So last week, uh, one day last week was uh, Coney Day or something. It was like uh, Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday because, you know, there's all those days. And shout out to Scott Watts for always Mm -hmm. tagging up Hungry in Kentucky and whatever whatever food day it is. But, uh, you know, Wednesday or Thursday was was National Coney Day or something. So I thought, you know what? I've done Geta. So I might as well go ahead and do the history of Cincinnati chili. Oh, because it's gross, <laughs> right? It's it's <laughs> it's a little bit divisive. It can you either love it or or you don't. I don't. Um, I don't know about your feelings. Actually, it's kind of funny because John was not a fan when he met me, but he has slowly and gradually grown into being a fan. Same with Geta, him and Geta. Uh, in fact, we had Coney's last night. So, so yeah, I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to do the history of Cincinnati chili. See how this abomination came about? Oh, you're so rude. <laughs> All right. Let it, let, yes, let us see. Cincinnati chili originated with immigrant restaurateurs who were trying to expand their customer base by moving beyond narrowly ethnic styles of cuisine. Tom and John Kirajif immigrated from the village of, it's, it's Greece, it's, Anapaxos. <laughs> it's not Anapaxos, <laughs> but it's present present day Argos Oristico, fleeing ethnic rivalries and bigotry in the fallout from the Balkan Wars and World War One in 1921. They began serving a stew with traditional Mediterranean spices as topping for hot dogs, which they called conies in 1922 at their hot dog stand located next to a burlesque theater called nice. the Empress, which they named their business after. And I did not know that. Empress Chili, mm-hmm. there used to be one in Hebron, and that's where we all went um, in the, you know, uh, after band practice and all that. It's not there anymore, RIP that. But uh, yeah, Empress Chili, I never knew. Burlesque huh. theater, huh? Well, now you might make me like it. Tom used the sauce to modify a traditional dish, dish speculated to have been pesticio moussaka, or salsa kima, <laughs> to come up with a dish he called chili spaghetti. He first developed a recipe calling for the spaghetti to be cooked in the chili, but changed his method in response to customer requests and began serving the sauce as a topping, eventually adding grated cheese as a topping for both... The chili spaghetti and the conies, also in response to customer requests. Empress was the largest chili parlor chain in Cincinnati until 1949, when a former Empress employee and Greek immigrant, Nicholas Lambrinides, started Skyline Chili. In 1964, four brothers named Daoud, immigrants from Jordan, bought a restaurant called Hamburger Heaven from a former Empress employee. They noticed that the Cincinnati Chili was out sell- selling the hamburgers on the menu and changed the restaurant's name to Gold Star. As of 2015, Skyline, with over 130 locations, and Gold Star with 89 locations, were the largest Cincinnati Chili parlor chains, while Empress had only two remaining locations, and I think they're probably only down to one, <laughs> possibly none, Um down from over a dozen during the chain's most successful period. Besides Empress, Skyline, and Gold Star, there are also smaller chains such as Dixie Chili, which is my mom's favorite, and Deli, and numerous independents, including the acclaimed Camp Washington Chili. Other independents include President Ridge Chili, Blue Ash Chili, Park Chiller, Park Chili Parlor, Price Hill Chili. There, there's a bunch of different ones up there. In addition to the chili parlors, some version of Cincinnati Chili is commonly served at many local restaurants. Arnold's Bar and Grill, the oldest in the city, serves a vegetarian Cincy lentils dish, 
ordered in ways. Melt Electric Cafe offers a vegan three-way. For Restaurant Week in 2018, a local mixologist developed a cocktail called Manhattan Skyline, a Cincinnati chili-flavored whiskey cocktail. Miss me with that. (laughs) Yeah. Chili belongs on sketty or hot dogs. <laughs> the history of Cincinnati chili shares many factors in common with the apparently independent but simultaneous development of the Coney Island hot dog in other areas of the United States. Virtually all were developed by Greek or Macedonian immigrants who passed through Ellis Island as they fled the fallout from the Balkan Wars in the first two decades of the 20th century. Interesting. So what are the spices in Cincinnati chili that make me not like it? So, hold on. Uh, I think this was at the top of the article here. I'd say it's got cinnamon in it. Um, coriander it may have coriander. Because this says Cincinnati chili more closely resembles Greek pasta sauces. So I can hang with the cinnamon. It's the coriander that I taste in it or whatever. The same thing that they put in winter ales. It makes me not like so winter ales. So cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, clove, cumin. Clove. Cho- there it's you the go. Clove. It's a clove. I hate cloves and I hate coriander. They can both go to hell. Yeah, it's it's the clove then that you don't like. You die. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> but that's um, that's what's interesting is, you know, because uh, Cincinnati also has a really huge German heritage, mm-hmm. right? And that's where Geta comes from. We, yeah. le- we learned that. But it's a, very, a, lot, a lot of people thought that, you know, the, the chili was also German, but it's right. not. It's totally Greek. Yeah, that's really interesting. I would have never thought of chili and Greek people in the same like vein like i would have never thought that they are the ones who came up with yeah with the cincinnati chili now your empress chili has one location <gasps> in alexandria okay all right yeah all right and they are closed for every holiday but they are open um monday through saturday okay 10 to 8. all right yeah man empress chili that was as one in Hebron, and that was the place to go after band practice. Oh, wait. You can go on Christmas Eve uh, up until 3. Now, my brother had his rehearsal dinner at Price Hill Chili. Oh. Yeah. See, I do like a Gold Star Chili. That one's not See, as spicy. I, I'm a Gold Star fan because that's what, like again, Empress and Gold Star is what I grew up with because, like, like I said, the Empress in Hebron, and then there was a Gold Star in Burlington. So those were the two closest locations. Actually, the skyline uh, in Burlington didn't even come to Burlington until I think I was gone. Um, and maybe it's just because I grew up on a different chili, a different hot dog chili, a secret family recipe hot dog chili that should have won an award or and two. Honestly, that's and I can't divulge the family secret, but it's very unexpected, and it's not cloves, okay, or coriander, all right, or a spice of Ooh, any kind, okay. So, um, well, that's just, that, a, yeah. just a different chili than what I grew up with, and I have not acquired the taste for Skyline at least. And I mean, hot dog sauce. A lot of people in Eastern Kentucky are familiar with hot dog sauce. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's essentially what this is. But yeah. you know, I think there's two different. And you're probably yours was that's probably more hot close to hot, yeah, hot dog yeah. sauce or it's whatever. Really loose yeah. Mm-hmm. meat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm sure that's probably why you're not a huge fan of the yeah. the Cincinnati chili. But I am, and I will say, you absolutely have to put the mustard on first. And it's only yellow mustard. Only yellow mustard goes on a coney. You have to put it on first. Then you put on the chili. Then you take a massive handful of cheese and put it on there. 
That's how you. Know. That's how you do a coney. I only had Skyline one time ever at a Reds game, and then I was angry the rest of the time. <laughs> I'm personally more of a fan of conies than I am of three ways or. What is a three way? I don't three know way what these is words mean. three way is chili, spaghetti, chili, and cheese. Okay. And at four way, you get in onions, and then you get into beans and some other stuff. With five ways, six ways, that stuff. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, conies are the only way to go. Interesting story, though. Um, I mean, you don't have to tell the history of the foods that I like. You know, it's yeah, it's fine. It's I, just it's just cool that you know yeah, a bunch of cool. bunch of Greek immigrants come over and like make some chili. Yeah, we're gonna make some chili and make some money. Yeah, I'm into that. Maybe one day it'll grow on me. Maybe one day you'll re- you'll revive the hot dog sauce recipe and oh, sell I have it. I have the recipe. Sell it out of the back of your car. <laughs> I have the recipe, and my great aunt is still kicking, and she makes it sometimes. So I'd try it. Yeah. Um. Apparently, she made it a while back, and then I was disappointed to find out that that was months ago. But my mom has a recipe too, and she's made it for me. So you have to make a bunch at a time. That's the deal. You have to make like five pounds of it at a time. So you have to be really committed to eating hot dogs and hot dog chili. Mm-hmm. Although I would eat the chili on its own mm-hmm. in a cup with cheese in it and some mayonnaise because I'm gross. Um, so QP you knew. Missed me good. with the mayonnaise, but I'd, 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 try, I'd try it. Yeah. I'd absolutely try if it. If we end up making it anytime soon, I'll bring some to try. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Dang. This was a good old episode we did here. Well, there's a lot of food and yeah. some drinks going on. We even had different drinks than Thumbs Up. Right. Um, Carrie had these Warhead sour sodas. You get them at Walmart. Via John, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, John, for those. Um, and there's different flavors. So what, what do you have in there that we haven't tried? So in the refrigerator still is blue raspberry, green apple, and watermelon. Okay. And then I have black cherry and you had lemon. Lemon. Yeah. Lemon seemed bold. Like it seemed like it could have been really sour. It was sour, but it wasn't blow your head off sour. It wasn't like just puck, super puck of your face sour. Yeah. Same here. The first drink of this one was like, woo, that's the sour boy. But um, it's really drinkable. Like uh, we both chugged these. Yeah, so. this is a hundred and fifty thousand times <laughs> better than the beer, um, the Warhead sour beer mm-hmm. or malt beverage. Yeah, that was gross. We ended up throwing those in the trash. Yeah, they were terrible. Um, we tried them on GBS, and they were absolutely awful. I think we tried them on here, too. Maybe one or two of them way back in the day. Maybe. I think we might made Nate, Nate, Nate try Nate one. Here, yeah. yeah. But um, I think that the whole concept lends itself more to a soda. Mm-hmm. Because, 100%. I mean, it's candy. <laughs> yeah, it's just sugar. <laughs> right. Which is what this is. Yeah. And I had seen these um, when I went to Charleston in the um, the big city market that they have. They had a novelty candy store in there and it had a bunch of these in it and i almost got some for the show but i'm glad that i didn't because it would have been a lot harder to bring these from south carolina sure. so i'm glad that they are now at the walmart yep you can get them at the walmarts and yeah i rather liked the lemon it had yep. a lemony taste it wasn't lemonade Mm-mm. it was just lemon okay. but um you know it's artificial what do you want out of its life um yeah. not super super sour uh yeah but uh, I thought they were they were definitely better than the the beers. I'm uh, definitely interested in the blue raspberry the next time. So well, I love a blue raspberry. They will be here. Okay. 
and we will be here for you always um and if you want to see what we're up to uh which is not much because i'm bad about posting but um i'll try to be better uh halfway through the year resolution um you can check us out on twitter and instagram at hungry and ky you can send us an email hungry and ky gmail.com and you can find this show every other Wednesday, wherever it is that you find your podcasts. And then where do we find GBS? You can find GBS on Twitter X or Twix or X. You can oh, see it switched over it, for you. It switched over the day after we, it switched over <laughs> yesterday, actually. And then John's, John's was going back and forth. Like it would go to the X and then it would pop back up to the bird. Yeah. And then it finally st- stayed it on the flip, X. It flipped to the bird. Yeah, it did. So yeah, you can find us. I'm just going to start calling it Twix because I kind of like that. Um, at GRLS Beer Sports, you know, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky, and as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. Mm-hmm.